Hello, everybody. We are broadcasting live on Twitter Spaces. We're going to be talking about Honduras, Mexico. If you guys are living under a rock or missed today's game, Mexico soundly defeated Honduras 4-0 in their Gold Cup debut for 2023. And this was the first match under Jimmy Lozano, who was brought in at the last hour to replace the bum we all know as Diego Coca. So he is interim coach. This was his debut. He had a very nice press conference uh, during the announcement. They handed him the jacket, and he had a he had a very nice speech, very very motivating speech. It looked like he had rehearsed it a few times, and uh, you know today was uh, was about was about winning, and it almost feels like a completely different side. It feels like a completely different Mexico. I'm not sure if he has a magic wand. All I know is everybody needs to calm the fuck down because <laughs> this is Honduras. This is not the same, uh, not the same team that played against the United States. And I think we need to emphasize on that. I I will acknowledge Jimmy Lozano. I do think that the team looks a lot different under him. The energy is different, but we also have to remember that this is a result of. The, the failure that was the Nations League final, or not even final, the semifinal against the United States. Um, I don't know if it came from the very top all the way to the bottom, but what I can tell you is that there was a completely different tone to the match right from the get-go. I mean, within a minute, they had already scored a goal, right? So somebody lit a fire under all everyone's ass, you know, and 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 it, and it was it was evident. And I don't know if that would have happened had we not had a, a, a terrible Nations League, right? So it's one of those things where I, I'm glad that uh, that Jimmy from from day one has been able to turn things around. Um, he had the team playing really well today. It was a packed house over there at, in Houston. And I, I think the reporters are all getting a little bit too crazy right now. Let's Let's not exaggerate. Let's not get too crazy. I feel like this happens time and time again. You hire a new coach, everybody gets on board and starts hyping him up, starts cromeándolo, and I'm like, dude, like, slow the fuck down, man. This is not the United States. This is Honduras, and it's only gonna get it's only gonna get easier from here because we play against IT and Qatar. So it's like, yo, like, just let him have the Gold Cup, let him have his process. Yes, today was a great example, a great, a, a great, um, you know, start to this, but we need to we need to slow things down and take it day by day. And uh, I hear uh, Joel putting his Legos away, so we're going to welcome him to the show. I'm actually drinking. Hey, nice. No, it's water. Oh. It's water. I just tuned in. You just, you just lie, bro. Just, just, say, just say you're taking a shot of tequila. Oh. <laughs> nah, dude. Nah, man. I'm, I don't want to be the, the um, party pooper here. I think I think they're discounting Haiti a bit too much. Uh, they did beat Qatar. I think Haiti, it, you know, one thing they've shown they're they're strong and fast squad. Uh, they've always complicated stuff for Mexico. Uh, so I'm not saying you know Mexico are favorites, but I don't know if we're gonna see another four zero 
um, it's possible, but uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it's not a given. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, just, but yeah, but, but make sure when the group, but I, I, you know, and not to take credit from Jimmy, Mex been at this level, man. I mean, they're playing like shit, but, but this has been their level. You know, uh, it's just a lot of stuff that happens in Max. And, and I feel a lot of people ate the Kool-Aid. And you can see it on Twitter right now already with the Lamborghini and, you know, all the all the ball washing going on so soon. It's crazy, man. And, and it's like, dude, come on. It's, we keep, you know, us fans keep making the same mistake of like believing things are worse than they are. And then better than they are. You know what I mean? <laughs> we live in two extremes, man. Exactly, dude. <clears throat> yeah, but um, yeah, this this Honduras, they, they've been pretty trash for a while. Um, but you you know, I, I think every team needs a needs a slump buster, man. And that uh, they 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 were the timing was perfect. Exactly, bro. It's like you get you get Jimmy who wanted the job from the get go, right? He didn't he didn't want to be considered a assistant. He wanted the the full reins. They said no. They went with Coca, and now he's like, "Hey, man, I know we denied you earlier, but uh, this guy's shit," you know. And he comes in and look, bro. Like they had that that speech with uh, Juan Carlos, whatever his name, the bald headed dude, and he just <laughs> reprimanded everybody, and then. They're like, oh, we don't normally do this. This is normally not broadcasts, but we're gonna we're gonna broadcast this internal meeting that we're having with the players. And like Jimmy's like, oh, uh, yeah, I have something to say. And he like goes on this speech. I'm like, come on, dude, this shit was all rehearsed, man. Like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, dude. And look, man, like it's so pathetic how easily like you know the opinion can be swayed, bro. Cause all he did was was have that little speech speech that I'm sure Chat GBT wrote for him. He rehearsed it all nights, and then he woke up the next morning, and they gave him the jacket, and and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, every, everybody was bitching and complaining, and the t the players suck, and all, and then all of a sudden, you know, Jimmy comes in, he gets a four four zero win over Honduras, and now it's like, oh, let's all fucking let's do it. We're gonna, we're the best in the world. It's like, yo, what's the prompt for this? ChatGPT. I, I don't know, but, dude. How, how do you how do you you know convince Max fans? How, how do you how do you tickle their ass? And, You're like ChatGPT. I uh, I just <laughs> I just took over a, a sinking submarine. How do I how do I motivate my people? I don't see this. This again. I don't think it was sinking either. Um, this Coca had seven games, just one defeat, and then of course it was against the U.S. And of course, the team looked bad, but it was one, one defeat out of seven games. You know, I, I, I think even if he would have stayed, he would have won. He would have won this cup. Yeah. And you know, like do what he did with Atlas, pretty epic. And not everyone saying he sucks. Yeah. It's like seriously, dude. <laughs> I, uh, I think uh, they didn't back him up. This guy, uh, to me, they set him up to fail. No one had his back when when. Shit hit the fan. Usually you'll have one of the top Latinos come out and say, you know, we got this guy's back. If you had Seleccionado saying they're going to boycott, all right, get the fuck on. 
bring in other players. But none of that happened, and, you know? And he, I, I'm still trying to piece it together there, Jaime. There's something going on. Fishy. Over there in FMF. Because we saw a lot of movements. We saw John De Luisa leave, right? He was supposed to do the whole uh, World Cup. He was going to give like, a, right after the World Cup, he said, we're going to do like an analysis in 60 days. But it ended up being longer than that. Yeah. Um, and then they formed the national team committee. And then, um, you know, aside from the committee, they have... How is the Praga? I forgot what position he had, president or something like that. Um, and then they appoint Coca. And then uh get sad. Not only does but but see before and then after that, John De Luisa leaves, he steps off. Right? He 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 decides to leave the FMF. Yeah. Um and then there was like the rumors that Ravori was that he was like in charge, right? Perhaps not like like on the papers, but like behind the scenes. And then, uh, you know, all this thing happens. They put another guy there. And you just mentioned them. Keep forgetting his name too. Jaime. It's like Juan or Carlos something. <laughs> well, he sacks Ares de Parga and Coca. So he comes in and he sacks those two guys. And the rumor is that he didn't even consult with the national team committee. Right, which is the Irarragorri, um, Vergara, uh, Hank, the dude from the dude from Cholos, um, and I'm missing. I'm missing like one or two. Uh, no matter, but it, suppose he didn't even he didn't even ask him what's going on here, what's our move, and and does the thing where they all of them look bad because they were the committee and and they voted for cocaine. So, you know, it, it just like, all right, what the fuck went on? Well, you know, something happened. There must have been some major disagreement. Something happened, man. And it sucks for Coca. They pretty much left them out to dry. But, yeah. Selección, do, are they back or are they just playing like the way they know how to play? Honestly, I think it just takes the. Um... Uh, this, this is going to be a terrible analogy, but like you take one girl and two dudes banger, right? One of them, <laughs> one of them just doesn't know how to, how to make a come dude. And, and Jimmy, he's familiarized with this team because he knows them from, from, from a lot, from a long time ago. Right. This is a, most of the players are from the Olympics. He's already, he's already gotten a lot of, uh, of, you know, performances out of them. They they know they know him. They're comfortable with him, you know. And I don't know if Goka rubbed people the wrong way from day one, but it just seems like the team really just you know turned their back on him and said, "Let's get this guy out of here." And um, yeah, everybody is backing Jimmy, bro. Like everyone's happy that he's Mexican. Everyone's happy that you know at Univision today. I almost had to mute it at times, bro. They're just like they're. 
they're, oh, that's, they're, that's they're, they're, Risa, you they're, know? they're doing too much, bro. They're like, oh, yeah, th- everyone's familiar with him because he was like a legend with the national team. I'm like, this guy didn't even get he didn't even go to the World Cup, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I know, I know those titulos con Pumas. I'm like, bro, stop it, man. Like, he's Mexican. He's he's the flavor of the month. And I don't know who had to tell who, but I know this is coming from the top down. They said, hey, media, you guys got to back this guy, okay? Back him. And, and, and that's and, and the exact quote. I, I well, feel like, see, the, yeah. Well, keep point. You just said it. Did, did you ever see that for Coca? No. Dude, no one stood up for him. No one. And there was a, a whole committee, which that's what surprises me because, dude, that's all of them, a lot of the top people there. And he never got, you know, and, and, and for me it was like, okay, we'll leave him to Coca, but then it's, it, it's a weak Coca. We have to, um, you know, it's a, a lot of the teams that went in, they, they send in, they're like B squats. Um, and the teams aren't with their better players. So it's, it's, it's like a weak tournament where Mexico has the better spot and they're obviously obligated to win. And so I, I think, you know, normally they would have let them finish the tournament and then they would have sacked them for whatever reasons. Um, but I, I don't think they wanted. I, I do think um, so much negative press had been made that at that point it was like, you know, it was gonna affect attendance. Yeah. Because today people turned out today. Yeah, that place was full. Yeah, and uh, they had mentioned that. Hey, look, before the fiasco that happened in Nations League. They did a really good job with the pre-sale for Gold Cup. So a lot of these people, you know, they bought these tickets before before everything happened and the whole turnover and whatever. So, you know, I think today is a, a little bit misleading. But now as of result of how the team performed and, and how the momentum is going in Jimmy's way and everyone's hopping on the Lambo Jimmy, I think that is going to be like a self-fulfilling prophecy and what might have not sold well for the next match, I think it's in Arizona. Who knows? Now, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to have really good attendance. And it's a snowball effect. Now they're going to come up to the Bay Area. They're going to come to Levi's. And then that's going to get packed. And I think like this is just like a, a snowball effect, momentum thing. And look, we're all on the same team here. I hope Jimmy does a phenomenal job. And I hope that they give him the, the permanent position if the team performs well, right? Well, the guy, the, the guy of um, Cisniega, and I forget his position, but he's the one that that, um, that presented him, and he he made it pretty clear he's just interim. Yeah. He mentioned yeah. it enough times, so that, and and see that's the other thing. Are you gonna hand it to him because he wins like a week tournament? It's like winning Copa MX. Do you know what I mean? Do you give the selection to the coach of the wins Copa MX? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. It, I, I don't know if 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 the if he will get this job permanently. And 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 that's a, and that's the thing, though. It's like, how can you support this guy and and give him the backing, but at the same time also be like potentially interviewing candidates well, or start looking for one, right? It's like, well, they they told him. I mean, they they let him know, like. We need someone to take over, you know, it's emergency and 
he was the best candidate for the situation. Like, you know, the, the Gold Cup's around the corner. You know the majority of the players. But, I mean, I, I don't think he's – I think they already have someone else lined up already. I don't understand, like, all right, you win 4-0 today. Let's say you have another favorable result against IT and then, you know, Qatar – and then you end up winning this this tournament undefeated with like a really good goal differential and all the players are like playing well, scoring goal. I mean, today was a great, great start for Jimmy, right? Are you yeah. really gonna be like, all right, man, thanks. We're gonna bring in Almada or we're gonna bring in like somebody else? Like, you really think they would do him dirty like that? Yeah. <laughs> Come Jimmy, you're, you're, I can't. Jimmy, you're a young man. They definitely yes. wouldn't do this guy dirty, man. <laughs> I don't think he's doing him dirty, though. They, they're doing him a solid because he's going to, you know, provided things go well, he wins silverware, and now he has one more thing for his cabinet, aside from that third-place medal, you know, and it's with the senior team now. And, of course, he will eventually be considered again. But I think um, ultimately, you're Max. You're not looking to beat the Hondurases or even the U.S. You have to. You want to be able to beat the Brazils and the Argentinas and the Italy. So that, that's who where the focus is at. Because they're not going to say it though. But so yeah, beating these teams, uh, you know, it's kind of a given, especially when they're that weak. They're pretty weak, Jaime. Yeah. It's like uh, you know. You're wrestling with your little brother, and you're just, you know, it's. I, I was saying earlier to you guys, man, that uh, uh, back in the day, I guess the the 2018 cycle or whatever it was, uh, everybody was talking about how Osorio faced such a terrible Honduras team during qualifying uh, when they because they were able to go in and beat them. Yeah, man, this that that team looked like. <laughs> It looked like the Netherlands compared to uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and, dude, you're going bad. that far, yeah, and, and good, good point because you're going that far back. And dude, Honduras hasn't been at the level that they were at one point where they had like players like, um, like Swasso, you know, and, oh, Roman, and they had, I know, but they had some like Tyson Nunez, they had like. Dude, I'm, I, dude, I know these guys. Man. I shouldn't even know them, but that, but they were that good, you know. That that, that El Ramo you know, de Leon. Yeah, yeah, he was really good at free kicks. He, well, why do I know this shit? I don't, I don't, I never followed his career. But I remember that because we will watch him play. Who qualifies him against Max? I can't name you one player right now, dude. I was just. I, I couldn't. Know you know, right. when I think of I get wheeled out is uh, Jerry Bengston. There's there's two Hondureños like that 40, uh, dude. there's two Hondureños that come to mind for me. You know, Carlos Costly and obviously Ca- uh, Carlos Pavon too. You know, don't say yeah. Carlos Costly to me, man. Come on. Yeah. Um. Really quickly, because we Wait, have some. New, yeah. Let me let me just do some real quick. Who was the Suazo guy? Because I'm confusing him with the Chileno. Suazo David is uh, David. David. No, David. I'm not talking with uh, Humberto, but David. He was in in Italy and he played with Inter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, him, dude, he's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. Okay, okay. So, real quick, uh, you know, we do have some new listeners on the Cantina. So, hey, look, we create this space for you guys. If you want to speak up, just request to speak. 
we'll put you on. Um, the only thing we ask is uh, you do have some kind of headset because the echo is disturbing. Um, and then also we are simultaneously broadcasting on YouTube and we already have some chat going on. Uh, Ricardo saying that this game was heavily promoted over here in Houston, even before they bone, they got boned by the U S the tickets were selling like crazy. <laughs> and yeah, he also says my drunk uncle's Sunday league team plays better defense than this Honduras team. Hey, well that Honduras team is that defense. Man, they, they didn't let Santi Jimenez. He, I wanted him to get his goal in. He did. That would have been a it was sweet offside, goal. I know, that would have been a really sweet goal. But... Who was that, Charlie, who did the little flick? It was a nice play, man. And that's another thing, too, I can take away from this. Like, all right, regardless of, like, the situation at hand, you can't control your opponent. I will tell you this. The team looks a lot better. They look like they're having fun. And it feels like a different team. And I don't know if that's Jimmy. I don't know if that's the, the, the Jimmy effect. I think it's one part Jimmy. The second part is there was some there was some shit going on there. I, I, oh. I've seen this I've seen this story before, man. My girlfriend said, Hey, like, so you know how like um they, they do like the tunnel shot before the game? Yeah. And, yeah. and she's like, Hey, why are they all like rubbing their nose? I'm like, they probably all just did lines before the fucking game, bro. Like <laughs> They were like, like Ochoa and all these players were just like rubbing, like they were rubbing their nose, bro. Like yeah. they looked like they were on some, some of that. Concacaf gave them the go ahead and said, "Hey, man, we're not, we're not gonna test anyone." So Jaime, my thought on this is, is part of it is the Jimmy effect. The, the the other the other part of it is it's a bad Honduras team, but the the other thing is. Jimmy's allowing them to play in a style that they probably enjoy a lot more. Facts. And uh, and so that's why they looked a little happier, a little more aggressive, uh, less confused, you know, less less pianos on their back. But uh, again, I definitely don't want to read too much into a win against any of the bad teams in the group stage. Or quite frankly, I don't want to read too much into uh, Gold Cup into anything during the world the Gold Cup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's more of a like I'm okay with this being uh, Jim Jimmy's opportunity to get these guys to play in, in a in a good in a good space. Uh, yeah, you know, build up confidence. And and again, if 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 whether it's him or another coach ends up creating a their, their base off of these guys, then by all means, that's that's a that's a great uh, that's a hell of a, a job that Jimmy did, did, right? But did you guys see the interview with Ojitos Mesa? Mm -hmm. I think no, it was Medrano. I think it was with Medrano. And he, so, so he was giving the national team, and he, he said that when he took over, there was players that straight out told him not to call them up. Yeah. And so from the get-go, he had already players against him. Yeah. And I do think that happens. And a lot of times it's it's like their agents or their promoters, and, and it's – uh, this is obviously my opinion because I, I don't have a way to prove it. You know, I, I could only, I base it off of comments, especially one coming from someone like Mesa that was, you know, for, for a lot of years and he's a very successful coach. And when he went to the national team, it was just a disaster. And you, you know, you wouldn't think this is the guy that you could still go on YouTube and see the way Toluca and Toros Mesa played under him. And that's some of the best football you will see, man. 
And and it was it was a bit like if it would have been if that would have been happening like like now with with the social media, dude, those teams would have been blowing up just just because of the type of goals they were scored. You know, we and I think was it Toros Nesa? They had like four back heels, three or four back heels in a row. Um, but but anyways, and I I do feel there's a bit of that where it's like, you know. They just set you up to fail, man. Absolutely. And and I do feel that was a part of what was going on. And and I just used like there was talk about how the the selection was like complaining about Coca's training that he was doing double training. Oh yeah, the players didn't like that. I mean, dude, come on, you're you're with the national team, but you're complaining over that and. The other one was like the distance, I think, and they were in Las Vegas where the training field was too far. But I don't think that even falls on the coach. <laughs> I don't think it matters at this point. Yeah. Oh, well, weren't they training in Henderson? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I just heard that they didn't like the distance because mm. they're double training. If they're being little pansies about training in Henderson, that's 15 minutes away from the stadium. <laughs> Yeah. I heard I heard 45, so but maybe 45 from the outlets. Mm. So like, I don't, I don't, we're done. The, yeah, the true religion, uh, whatever they're into, is closed. They weren't. They're upset that they were too far from the strip and they weren't able to go chopping. Because yeah, I didn't see the pictures. Usually, you see pictures they're walking with them. Typically, with they have like of, yeah, their day off and they go and you know. It's happened to the selection when they come up here to the Bay. They always take a day and go, go out to San Francisco and, you know, do the whole Bay <laughs> shit. So it's like they were just mad about that. But, hey, man, look, this team looks good. Uh, they they got off to a great start with the, with uh, Luis Romo scoring in the first minute. Then on the 23rd, Orbelin had a lot of chances, and he did not look the sharpest, but he finally got his goal in the second half. And then Luis Chavez puts the cherry on top, 4-0. And, uh, hey, look, USA didn't have the best start yesterday. They they almost lost the game against Jamaica. They got lucky and drew the game at the 88th minute. So this is not the best U.S. team either that we're going to be facing uh, if we face them, if they even get that far. But I think from our end, dude, it's 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 smooth sailing. You got the game against IT, who, who defeated Qatar today. And then, you, you know, you close out the group stage in the Bay Area against Qatar who I don't even know they, they even had a national team after the goal, after the World Cup. Like, what are you guys trying to, like, convince, bro? Like, no one cares about soccer. You guys had it. You had your time. They already disassembled, they already disassembled some of the stadiums, bro. Like, they did. Oh, man, dude. Go back to whatever the fuck you guys were doing before this. But, you know, just don't even bother, bro. Don't even bother. Well, they, they have their own league, right? Is that where CR7 is playing? No, he's in Saudi Arabia, oh. man. Who plays in Qatar League then? Um, it's not a bullet. Shabby is the coach there. Ben, well, where did Benzema go to? He's also everyone's in Saudi Arabia now, dude. Saudi Arabia, well, I keep confusing them. Yeah, potato, 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 man. See, they're working on trying to get the twenty thirty bid. Shit, no, yeah. might be too close. Might be too close, but I don't think there's that many countries right now. They can host the World Cup, especially like uh, how they have it now, like 40 plus teams. So they might they might just be able to do it. Qatar has money though, dude. I, I just 
I would think they would have put more in their league, you know, um, but I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah, for sure. So you guys are, are you guys telling me that we should not get too comfortable with the, with the Lamborghini that they're going <laughs> to, they're going to put them, they're going to put an actual real coach in after the gold cup. Real coach. Uh, Hyman, come on. The coach they wanted. Um, all right, so throw some names out there. Who 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 would it be? The the two strongest names making the rounds, Snacho and Almada. That's sort of the main ones. I don't think there's a foreign coach coming in. So I'm so really here's my Joel, I, th- I think winning the and again this is stuff that we talked about about uh, you know putting a bandaid on things. Uh, I I could see them letting Jimmy stay if he wins the 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 gold cup because of the, the pressure from the press. Uh, but again, it, it's just one of those things, whether, you know, we're, we're playing some B teams and some bad, uh, some other bad teams on here. There's no guarantee that, that the U uh, Mexico beats that wins the cup, but if, if they win it, they didn't beat the best quality opponents. Right. And uh, true. But you know, because the, the the media will sell it as you know Jim, Jimmy the hero and this and that and the other, I could see them maybe giving him a shot. But but yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely definitely you hear Nacho Nacho Cuadro and um, and uh, Almada a lot. Yeah, well, this guy Cisniega was really hammering in the interim, you know, like making it clear that he's interim. It's it is not. This is not a tryout. Is just you're just interim coach, while we bring in the the coach we want. I just uh, shared uh, some tweets from David Feikerson, you know, and he says, "Hey, look, man, like we're already starting to sell the smoke. What Mexico achieved today <laughs> is, you know, against one of the worst versions of the Honduras national team that I remember." Yeah, the, and the, uh, that guy also sells smoke. Though. Yeah, he also <laughs> says. What is uh, what is interesting is what is the future of Mexico? You know, is is he going to be our permanent coach or someone in, or is he going to be a coach in the near future? It's like we we really don't know. I think that's the question okay. everybody has right now. Really, is like where do we go from here with Jimmy? Well, check check out what Fighterson is doing, right? So he he acknowledges this is a really bad Honduras. Right, but four years from now, when or back when Mex is back at playing a World Cup qualifier, and Honduras has a better team, and Mex struggling to beat them, he's gonna bring up this result and say, you know, he's gonna forget that it was the worst team, and then use that to attack the current team. <laughs> These yeah. are, yeah, we don't have look. I could all right. This is what this is my argument with Jimmy Lozano. He has the easiest schedule to get to the World Cup, right? We don't have to qualify. We're already qualified, so he's not gonna have to worry about World Cup qualifiers in Concacaf. He has Gold that Cup. That doesn't make it easy, Jaime. Look, he has Gold yeah. Cup with all these bums, all these tomato cans. Even the U.S. <laughs> and Canada aren't bringing their best. Okay, then you have a Copa America that you're gonna get invited to. That's here in your backyard. 
And, yeah, but you can... and that gives you a lot of time, right? That gives you a lot what, of time. What happened last? What happened last Copa America, Jaime? Yeah, we got our shit pushed in. <laughs> I think well, this is the thing because it could be easy to like you're you're building a squad. All, and, all right. and... This is all I'm saying, Joel. Is all I'm saying is if you're gonna give the the reins to a young coach with no experience. This is the one to take that risk with because there are no repercussions. We're already in the World Cup. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well, this, guy, this guy does have experience, though. That's the thing. He does have it. Oh, I, just, oh, I, I think there's some validity to what Jaime is saying just because, uh, again, he, let's, say he, let's, let's just say best-case scenario for, for Jimmy. They, they keep him on, everything like that. He wins the Gold Cup. Copa America comes about and he makes, I don't know, say the quarterfinals, right? Right, that's that's better than we did last time, right? Yeah. And then he gets the World Cup, and Mexico gets back to the round of sixteen. Okay, we've you know, all right, we're we're you know, everybody will be like, oh, we're recovering from all that other BS. I think I think they're making quinto partido because it's it's a forty something teams. Crap, I forgot all about that. (laughs) And then they're a seeded team, right? They're a seeded team, so there's high chance that. They win the group, and then they end up with one of the weaker teams. Are you saying there's a good chance they end up with the group they're playing at Gold Cup? I know, right? (laughs) You can, dude. You can, but but like substitute, um, substitute like it for like for like China, like what South South America is getting like what seven Bolivia, yeah, like. But look at look at it or Ecuador, Ecuador, Mexico is beats or ties and so. So based based on what you're saying, say they make that fifth partido, you know, all of a sudden Jimmy's like the greatest guy in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. So there, there's validity to what Jaime is saying. They 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 could risk this cycle, right? It, oh it, yeah. It could, it could look cosmetically good and then roll them into the next cycle. That's what I'm and saying, it, man. It, it's it, like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the the the, the worst way to get this guy's feet wet. And and look, I hate to use the comparison because there really is no comparison. But look at Scaloni, man. Like that dude didn't have a, a pedigree to be coaching Argentina, and he won the gold. He won the World Cup. Yeah, but he's he's surrounded. He's he's I, got like a, yeah, he's got he's talent. Got like around, he's got a round table of coaches that yeah. are like just but that, dude. That, come on, you, that's you, what I'm saying you, though. It's like guys over here, and, yeah. and, and, and that's anyone we throw would do good. You, you put me. Anyway, and that's, the, that's the other thing I want to move away from, Hoyle, is the, the let's stop comparing to, to the Argentines, right? Uh, let, let's yeah. Let's let's stop with that and and, and uh, because again, that's well, one of the that's one of the reasons Me- the Mexico and the national team players end up disappointed, right? Because you're yeah, constantly well, trying to comp- compare to Argentina, and we are not Argentina. And no, but but look what they're doing now. They have like their, you know, they have a bunch of coaches there too. Like, what I'm, I'm saying though is like that shattered. I think that shattered the 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 whole expectations of like what national teams traditionally look for when they're hiring a coach, right? It's the guy that has a pedigree. They've coached Barcelona. They've coached. Now it's like, yo, we we just proved to the rest of the world that we can do it with someone that really doesn't yeah, have. But he's not alone. And, and, but he's and, not alone. Yeah, but, but I'm saying is like maybe with Mexico, it's like, dude, we got nothing to lose here. We're already in the next <laughs> World Cup. Wait, hold on, hold on. Not only he's not alone, he he has one. He had in the squad one of the 
all-time best players of all time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I get it, right? It's like we really can't compare squads or, or situations, but pretty much every player there, dude. The Argentine coach, you basically just hand out the jersey. And then he was like, here you go, dude. Do your thing. We have some uh, YouTube chat real quick. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disco, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Winning the Gold Cup means nothing. Why is there a real chance that we will have a 41-year-old goalkeeper as starter? Jimmy, Jimmy's only accomplishment is a youth tournament for fuck's sake. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Bomba Man says Mexico needs continuity. There hasn't been a project for more than four years. No, yeah. And Disco replied with, "There hasn't been any project since La Volpe." Well, even his got cut short, but but even La Volpe, because La, La Volpe, people seem to remember a lot of the stuff he did. They they sort of like there's like a highlight reel, and they just remember that some of the good times, and they forget. To forget some of the bad times. So he had said, I don't know if you guys remember going into the Olympics. He said, if I don't win bronze, I'm going to quit. And he gets eliminated in the group stage. But luckily he had the directivos that actually backed him up. And ended up staying. And his group at the World Cup, remember, it wasn't, it wasn't like that difficult of a group. He had um, Angola, first time going to the World Cup. Their goalkeeper was like, I think, I didn't even semi-pro, dude. Uh, um, you guys could check. And uh, I think he was he was without a club. Um, they had Angola, and then they had um, Saudi Arabia. So I mean, they ended up going to the second round, and you know, as always, they lost. I know it looked good, Argentina, but I think Max had like one shot on goal. It, like you could see the attack. So I mean. It's perception, you know, per perception. Um, the thing with La Volpe, I like the guy. I think he's very, um, you know, he's very smart and knows his tactics. But if you see his proceso, he was never able to win a second round game outside of Mexico. So all the tournaments he played, he got eliminated. Second round, second round. It, the only time he won was um, Gold Cup at Azteca where, you know, he played all the games at Azteca. That was it. And and so you kind of had that with Osorio. I, I've heard that he was offered and then that he wasn't. So I don't I don't really know. He confirmed that um uh well uh Osorio confirmed that he was offered another four years. And that he regretted, right? Not not taking rejected it. He regretted it, yeah. Okay, so then you have we have that, so I think that. The federativos and 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 that's we should be also give some credit to them because they held on to him even after that gold cup disaster they held on to this guy and they let him finish his process um i think with la volpe because I, I don't think also many la volpe met a lot of like the you know benchmarks that we were expecting them to meet um you know but team would look good in, in some of the games that they played Copa America, I think, was the Argentina. Yeah, the, the, no, was the was that Argentina? The with Moncho Morales, right? Free kick goal, and they win. Yeah, that was Argentina. And again, group stage. Um, yeah, Mexico, Confederaciones was uh, Brazil. 
Yeah. And they had a hell of a shootout with uh, with Germany in that tournament. Yeah. Yeah, so that it had those games where it looked really good, but in those clutch games that it mattered, was never able to win any. Um, and so I think that was kind of it. This is what what Mexico needs, dude. And and they need to be doing things that they haven't been doing this entire time. They need to say they need to give the public assurance, right? We've had a lot of uncertainty. We've had a lot of like changes and everyone's just fed up and says, yo, who's going to be our guy? Mexico needs to be like Jimmy Lozano is going to coach us not only for 2026 and for 2030 as well. We need his the support and the backing of the fans and the federation and all that. He is going to be our guy, and this is like t- take it or leave it, like love it or hate it. This is going to be our guy for the next two World Cups. And if, <laughs> if, if if they had the balls to do that, that would change everything, bro. The way the media is doing their fucking daily stories and trying to sell headlines and oh, who's gonna no, dude? You say this is our guy and that's it. Everyone fall in line. And I think that would that would be the game changer, and that's what we need. Yeah, and, and correct. But this is for like the the YouTube commenters. Is that correct me if I'm wrong? But I think what Jaime said is what uh, what they're referring to as to a pro- proceso. They want a long term process, a long term plan to see whether Mexico can can take the next steps forward. And um, I don't know. I don't know what the the honestly. I I think. My thought process is that what it's going to take is for the players to become pros. And, and by that meaning that they're going to need to treat this as their job, as their profession, right? Just like, like some of the players doing the MLB or the NFL or stuff like that. I think some of the, uh, the important leagues out there in the world, they take this thing seriously. Our guys are going to have to do that, right? Because there's talented coaches in Mexico. Yeah, and again, you don't you don't need you don't need uh, Guardiola or 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 uh, whomever, right? You just need a coach that knows how to gel these guys together, and then they need to do their work like they're supposed to. That's why I think the Scaloni comparison is fair, though, because you're saying like Scaloni had these coaches around them. You know, he has like the best player of all time, or whatever you want to say. That's all it comes down to, having just a good leader that can keep a locker room together. Because it's not a club. It's not like you need a tactical genius like Guardiola. You don't have them day in, day out. That's why you see a lot of coaches that come in like a month before the World Cup starts as that fireman coach. And then they, they, they do great. They do well. They make their team out of the group stage. Maybe they go a little couple later rounds. Because that's one national team. It's more about like everybody rowing the same way and like the vibes being right and the, the team, the group being behind you as the leader. And that's something you saw with Scaloni in Argentina. It's like you could say, oh, but he has all these coaches and all these things. Yeah, but that's also reason to disrespect him. Like you don't, you feel like he's not at the level of Simeon that you know you have back at the club. He's not the level of Guardiola. He's not the level of all these other coaches you have, but you didn't disrespect him. You actually fall behind in line with him because the way he's bringing the group together. And if Jimmy Lozano can do that, just bring the group together and squash them. Like, you know, Johan, how he comes out to the media and has his issues, how Ochoa has his issues 
all these there's like seems there's little clicks. If he can get rid of all those little clicks and put everybody on the same direction, that's all you need. How much tactical training are you going to do if you see these guys what four or five times a year? Yeah. Yeah, man, and um 100% agree with you with that. Um well, you should probably check out the YouTube comments, man. Your your name's being thrown out there. <laughs> Wait, I'm getting dry. You're getting dry, man. Ricardo says, Joel with the excuses. Joel is Wait, a, what excuse, though? Uh, just like the excuses. I don't know. And then uh, Ricardo says, Joel, you're a La Volpe hater. Uh, and then Dis- <laughs> Disco Disco says, uh, Joel is a Tel Avisa fanboy. And, oh, uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> and uh, Disco says, Joel lost points when he admitted he wanted Piojo back. <laughs> Oh, 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 they're doing it on YouTube and not over here, man. I know. I have to Everyone's, check. We got keyboard warriors tonight. We also have uh, Yums hopping in on the podcast. Welcome. Welcome back. Feel free to uh, give us your thoughts on, on the match. Um, but yeah, 4-0 against Honduras. All aboard the Lambert Jimmy. Hello? Hello, hello. Am I on here? Was there a game today? <laughs> you missed it, dude. Yeah, I, apparently I did. I'm fucking drunk <laughs> as fuck on, on two Xanax bars. Oh, boy. And I'm here in fucking... In, I'm here in Waterfront and Lake and Corona. You know they make man-made man lakes? They exist. But anyways, <laughs> so we, we beat Corona. We beat fucking Corona. We beat Honduras 4-0. Is that something to be proud of? Hey, man, right now we'll take anything. No, 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 no. it's not about taking anything. It's not a slump buster. This is like, yeah, hey, dude, I haven't fucked some bitch in 10 years. I'm going to yeah, go to a bar and bang the fattest bitch at fucking 1.30 p.m. And I'm going to be proud of myself. No, motherfucker. You're going to wake up at 6 p.m. You're going to go put your pants on and you're going to say, God damn, what the fuck did I just do? So it's, there's nothing to take pride of in here. It's fucking Honduras, bro. How many people the, live in Honduras? What, five mil? They're breaking the, the slump. because well, and It's important to get win. your comp- confidence back up, man. No, there there's go. no confidence, bro. We've been doing this shit. We've been doing this fucking song and dance for fucking 40, 50 years already. And the only way we're going to get fucking past this fucking point, whatever the fuck this is, is to fucking boycott these motherfuckers. Don't go to the games. Don't buy the fucking jerseys. Don't fucking support these motherfuckers in any way, shape, or form. Why? Because the only fucking thing that they worry about is fucking money. That's it. You got all these fucking wetbacks fucking north of fucking Tijuana and Tamaulipas and fucking Arizona or whatever. <coughs> the only fucking connection that they have to Mexico is the fucking national team. And look, it worked for fucking 15 years. Some improvements came in, but we're at a fucking point where if we want to mature as a national fucking team, we can't depend on the money for fucking, from the United States coming in to fucking, to the Federation. It, it, it's, a, it's poisoning the fucking well at this point. <clears throat> yeah, like, look, man. Uh, NRG yes Stadium, no? it was uh, probably close to sold out. I think there was over 60,000 people in attendance. So, yeah. I can guarantee you, There's 80% your of those motherfuckers, te aseguro que 80% of those cabrones no se han hablado español. So that's 
No, bro, it's it's a fucking it's a it's a it's a fucking it's a double edged sword, bro. We gotta cut that shit off. Mexico needs to be back to get to a fucking point where it was like 2006, 2000, 2000, where fucking playing in Mexico City was a fucking advantage. We're at point. Hey, you know what? The money's already at the fucking federation. The money's already fucking there. We need to fucking boycott them, and we need to fucking make it seem like, hey, you know what, dude? If you motherfuckers want to get to the fucking next level, make the fucking players disciplined. It's still fucking disciplined through whatever fucking ways that you need to... If you need to sweet talk to them, sweet talk to them. If you need to beat these motherfuckers into submission, beat them into some fucking mission. But you need to get this shit fucking going, dude. Beating fucking Honduras, I do not give a flying fuck. It's Honduras, bro. But we it's scored like, dude, four you know goals. What? But we scored yeah, four I goals. I don't even fucking care, bro. It's like me. <laughs> it's like I caught some bitch from like a year ago and I fucking invite her out to dinner and I make her feel really bad about herself. Because I was really bad about myself. Do you understand where I'm coming from? El toxico. Like, I, yes. You know what, dude? I feel really shitty about myself today. So I'm going to call this fucking dumb bitch from about a year ago. I'm going to invite her a couple of drinks. I'm going to get a couple of gin and tonics in my fucking system. And you know what? Hey, you know what, bitch? You look fucking horrible. Why didn't you show up? I'm going to put four goals in the fucking in the back of the fucking net. I'm going to go home. I'm going to forget about tonight. That's all that shit, that's all that, that shit was, man. Like, the national fucking team... Needs to get his fucking shit together. The fucking guys are like, like I said, us as fucking fans. Fucking um, dude from San Jose, fucking from where you from, Playboy? Huh? Where you from? You? Where Me? you from? I'm from the Bay yes. Area. Yeah, just from the Bay, right? So it's like you were talking a couple days ago about like when the A's fucking did a boycott. Mm-hmm. Reverse boycott. Yes, yeah, it's a reverse boycott. But you guys did a boycott first, right? Um, I mean, Why? they've been boycotting the team for a couple no, seasons now because but, they. No, uh, I understand that. Yeah, it's like we we stopped going to games because the the team the product was shit. Yes, but at what point did the fucking company take notice? They still haven't taken notice. It's terrible. <laughs> no, I'm sure they have. Like, I'm sure there's some. They got to a point where you know what, dude? They, you know what? These motherfuckers ain't coming in, and they're not giving it. The team is in the fucking red. They're moving the Mex- teams to another city. It's, that it's, was their it's notice. A, it's not. It's not the same comparison because you know, with Mexico, they are a cash cow. They are the 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 you know, they're the most. Bro, it's one. It's one of the most fucking profitable teams in the world. Yeah, exactly. And the A's are not. They're they're like Moneyball. They're like a no, far, but it's fucking not that. Dude. It's Look. a. They're a farmer league team. So it's not. It's not the same comparison, dude. It's not like everybody had. This like it's not like they were a cash cow. They're not like the Yankees, dude. If it was like if it was like the Yankees, oh, Mexico's on a Brazil. Yeah, we're not. We're fucking. You know who we are? We're the fucking Denver Nuggets for the last fucking forty years until this fucking year. For fucking forty years, the Denver Nuggets are always a player. They're always a dark horse. You know what? They got a couple of good players here and there, but they never got their shit together. That that's as 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 a national team. That's exactly who we are. We are the Denver Nuggets. We're the Milwaukee Bucks. Until we get like our shit fucking together, dude, we're not gonna win the fucking World Cup. And if you're fucking, wa- and if you're watching fucking like, like international soccer, the only fucking reason you're watching is as us as Hispanics to win a Copa America or to win the fucking World Cup. That's it. I'm, bro. I don't give a fuck if fucking like, if fucking Mexico beats El Salvador by fucking five to zero. It doesn't fuck. Why? It should be expected. It should be expected, bro. But it's like that's like, our expectations have gotten so low 
in the last couple of years, especially Bro, they, after, no, 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 but it's low, like this, no, 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 you have to understand the morale. You have to understand the morale of the team right now, dude. It's like the Play confidence you have, you is have so a bad. Really good voice. You have a really nice voice. I always like the voice. Listen, hear me out. Bro, when La Volpe came in in 2006, fucking beating fucking Honduras because they did that the castle thing. Oh, two. It was a big ass fucking deal. Hey, Bro, he came in it's always been a fucking deal, dude. Like fucking like, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. Honduras was always fucking Honduras, dude. We haven't we haven't evolved in almost 20 years as a fucking team. We haven't. So no, look, not evolved. Yeah, you're right in that part. But but also not not regressed. I think they stayed. No, we're in the same spot, bro. Which, which is good. 15th, 15th, 16th in the world. That's not good. Out of dude. over 200, no, fuck, out of, out of 200 teams, oh, it's not good, dude. We have a fucking oh, country. Come on, dude. Well, look, dude, we have a country with 110. Well, the top 10 don't count. No, <laughs> we have a country with 110 million people in it. You're telling me we can't put fucking 18 guys in the top fucking. 100 in the world. What about India? What about China, bro? They got a billion people. They don't play soccer. They play. They play fucking. What is that? Fake baseball. DDR. Was it cricket? Cricket. Cricket. Yeah. They play fake. I think. I think. All right. Powers. So I. I I think this is where this is the issue. Is I think we think of ourselves more than we actually are. Mexico has no, no, no. Look, Mexico has never. Mexico has never proven that they are a world class like soccer nation, right? What was our best? Our best finish was like eight. That's it, bro. Twice. Yes. We've never. We've never had any evidence of us being better than that. It's always been. Who's that? Huh? Exactly. Look, all of us. Look, look, so look, why? Look, look, this makes it pretty me. recent. Listen to me. Where listen do we get the arrogance Everyone, to say that? Playboy, listen to me. Where is it? Listen to right now. From a Everybody bottles. listening right now. Right now is born in the USA. All of us motherfuckers listening to this fucking yeah. show right now are American born. No, we, we, we got are a the few. Fucking, we're the fucking Denver Nuggets, bro. <laughs> That's who the fuck we are, dude. You no. can have a fucking great coach. No, you can have a great coach. You can have a... I'm not upset, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm just no, saying, I'm dude. Sorry. It's like, look, we have to be realistic and say, look, we're not, we're not like, uh, uh, what's the world, uh, a contender to win the World Cup. It's gonna, like, look at England, bro. The sport was invented there, and they haven't won it since '66, bro. Yeah, no, so, also makes it pretty. It's they're pretty a bunch of, they're a bunch of pasty white boys. Who the fuck's afraid of England? Hey, but, I'm just but, saying. But see, Max, but also keep in mind, Max, Max uh, League, their soccer league didn't turn professional until like the '60s. Right, so it, it's, it's been taking been them a while years, to catch up. Playboy. Yeah, but years. but you have you have these top ten countries with, you know, Bro, they were able Tesla to do more. Fucking Tesla came up as a company in two thousand and five or no, two thousand and three. They're fucking sending fucking rockets to the moon. You're fucking telling me since we've only been professional for sixty years. Yeah, that... but see, this is yeah, but were there how many other companies were doing that? So let's None. say there was already exactly, but if there was if there was twenty companies, nineties in the U.S. has us under leash right now. Yeah, but but see, you're just seeing it as of U.S. soccer as MLS. U.S. had a league before MLS. They had the NASL where they had Pele. Is there a duck? In the- well, that was an no, I, 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 I have a duck around me. I'm sorry, sir. I'm in nature right now. I'm drunk. Can you send me car insurance? Hey. I'm sorry, dude. I have a duck. I have a duck near me. I've had five drinks in me and two Xanax no. bars. I'm barely 
I'm barely fucking. This guy went to the zoo and just popped some pills and said, fuck it, man. He's not a duck. I'm one with nature. waiting for the next video to come on. You need to hit up Ron so you can go find some strange with you, man. Yeah. No, dude, none of that, dude. I'm still griefing over my girlfriend that died. So, fucking, um. Sorry about that. Yes, sir. No worries. Anyway, you know, like, like, wait, let me just finish this whole thing with you guys because people make it seem like they just started playing in uh, with MLS, but they were playing since before. And then just keep in mind because they have the whole college system. Soccer was always being played at at the collegiate level, universities, and all that, which that is, is like, true. Just seeing the country, how many there are. So they were always very active and always had all this infrastructure. So. You know, uh, but but young Tesla wasn't competing with like twenty other companies with sixty years of experience over them. That's that's the difference, I think. Oh, Tesla came in in two thousand and five. Yeah, but they have competition. They have SpaceX now. They're fucking literally. I know, but they didn't have competition. Subject, you guys. No, we're in the subject. No, 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 it's not that. We're in the subject. Fucking soccer's not that fucking complicated as a fucking spaceship, dude. We're fucking, you're not sending a fucking spaceship into the goddamn moon. So, what I'm fucking saying, all of this shit has been a cultural fucking problem for a very fucking long time, dude. If anything, it's easier to send a spaceship to the moon than a country won the World Cup that never has. Think, Are you fucking serious? Still... <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because you, you're the money, you, you put a rocket together, dude. Since when? In the you last know... five years? In the last five years, maybe. Since before, yes. I mean, to send How satellites. How many people are able to do that? Five. What countries with money? Musk, Bezos, and that's it. Bro, England. England's been a fucking world power for fucking 500 years. They still don't have fucking satellite power. They're they're incapable of sending a satellite into space. Yeah, fucking England, bro. The Brits. They invented fucking soccer. They, they don't have the capability of sending satellites into fucking orbit. So you're fucking telling me that a bunch of fucking wetbacks and fucking, well, they're not wetbacks because they're in Mexico, but a bunch of fucking Mexicans, <laughs> they can't fucking make the fucking top eight? Easier said than done, my friend. Morocco got into the top four, and we're oh, still trying to yeah. figure that. These motherfuckers eat with their hands. South Korea, Turkey, a couple teams every now and then. But but I think for Mexico to be more consistent. Bro, mm-hmm. Mexico, cult- mm-hmm. fucking, Mexico's are the what, top ten economies in the world? I don't know, dude. Yeah, they are. They're, they're literally in the top right. 10. Uh, we have Rafael de Leon. Mexico is a consistent top 20 team. Yes. Um, that has only been a thing since 1990. Mexico was widely inconsistent yeah. as a team until you. the England 90s. actually has seven satellites in space. Mexico's ranked number 76 in the Ma- England does not have that ever. <laughs> bro, England has bro. never... We need to silence young. No, 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 no. no. England has yeah. never sent a fucking... Playboy, look, no offense. England has never sent a satellite into space. It has not happened. They have satellites up there. They have the BBC young. Because it... No, yes... Yes, they need a satellite to power to power yes, bro, this because is, American companies have them up there, bro. This is a football broadcast. Why are we talking about satellites? No, <laughs> because I'm telling you, I'm trying to compare how something as complicated as sending a satellite into space, and we can't fucking put it fucking eleven guys together on the field. You can put a man on the moon. 
But you can't get Mexico to get a top eight finish. Thank you, sir. Duck is talking shit. Yeah, the duck's upset. I gotta go, guys. All right, bro. For a walk, I feel like shit. All right, bro. Guys, fucking do well. Have a beautiful Sunday. This is Mister Young. Thank you. Checking the fuck out. Goodbye, guys. Uh, that part of the podcast was sponsored by uh, Aflac. Uh, thanks for joining Can us. Yeah. Aflac and, and SpaceX. <laughs> and some Xanax. No, 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 no. That part what? of the podcast was sponsored by Hydromax 3000, dude. Do not forget about that shit. I got to go. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Oh, oh that's a second day right now. What's going on, bro? Man, I, I'm trying to... Bro, I can't even find the. Y'all need to get your shit together. All right, uh, real quick, uh, Rafael De Leon, thanks for hopping on the YouTube chat. He also said Brazil has a relatively young professional league, but its state championships are really old, and Argentina has a 120 year old league. And uh, <laughs> Disco Fever said uh, Televisa is calling Joel again. <laughs> Oh man, that's great! Damn, no, no. I know, sir. Um, where were we though, man? Uh, where, where, <laughs> where were we, man? We, we, we got we got the satellites and I got lost. The uh, consistency, I, I, and um, the one you just said since nineteen ninety, um, yeah, eighty six, and then Mexico banned from ninety, and then from ninety four, they made all the World Cups, and. They pretty much, up until the last one, have always placed between 13 and 16. And so that's that's pretty close to top 10. And it's, I guess that's the frustration of being able to crack, crack into that. Well, Mexico's that. golden era was like 94 to 2018. If you notice all the youth tournaments, all like the other tournaments that have been won, the good uh, showings of the World Cups. And then, like, from 2018 till now, Mexico's been pretty, like, in the gray zone. But yeah. you think about it, it's, like, in the gray zone, that's always that it was in before 1994. I would, I would say their golden for the senior team was, like, 93. That's when they played Copa America. They make the final. No, but that's one year. But, like, even if you no, go no, back no, to 93, I'm just saying. Like 93 to 2018, because you also had, like, the Olympic gold. No, on, like, I know, but I'm, sep- I'm... Everything builds on top of each other. I know, but I'm separating youth from senior team, because the senior team, that's when they reach the max. So I would go 93 to 99, because um, 99, they win the Confederaciones. And... Um, <clears throat> And then the youth team, uh, they in, that's in 05 when they win the uh, they win the under 17, and then um, in 2011 they win the gold, Olympic gold. But it's it's like at this point the the youth team is being more successful, and then I think that's where like the media would always, you know, pump, pump sunshine up her ass and make it seem like, oh yeah, because you know there's there's all these youth and. The senior team is going to be better now, but you could see it across, you know, any selection, you could see like the amount of youth that make it to the senior team from juveniles. It's, it's, it always ends up being like three players or two out of like the 30 or so you start with. Uh, we have some other comments. Tom says, <laughs> No se dejen de creer, son los mismos pechos fríos. 
<laughs> Copa America. We'll, we'll see Copa America. Um, I think this was just in regards to uh, today's game against Honduras, which, you know, it is funny. Wait, that... Is Honduras Pecho Frio or is Max No, Pecho no, Frio? like the players from Mexico. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Th- this is the same. This is the same, like nothing changed, bro. These are the same players that that took the field against USA. It's just a different coach. <laughs> I think they they got to go ahead, like the they got the thumbs up and be like, all right, you can start playing now. Um, you can see, I'm going to the US game, dude. Dude, it looked like they looked like tired. Yeah, they just look, playing they, that. They got outplayed. They got outplayed yet on that game. Um, Rafael de Leon says, even then, a one-off deep run isn't going to turn a team into power. Look at Turkey and South Korea. And then Partidos, yeah. com- Partidos Completos MX says, South Korea third place doesn't count, but it's the only way I see Mexico getting third. By fix and corruption? Because that's how far, that's how South Korea got hey. that far. Your best chances of winning or having a deep run is when you're host. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But South Korea and or a straight team. up corruption, man. Like you go watch, you go watch the highlight. Oh, in O two, Italy should have had some like penalties against, and then South Korea gets like penalty last minute. Like it was like very. Oh, and then the ref that officiated that match later, like a year or two later, he gets suspended for match fixing. He was from the- Ecuador, I believe. The, the Korea Portugal game. Yeah, so that there was, that was a lot the, of corruption. And that was the Golden Generation Portugal team. Ouch, what a way to go, man. To end up losing to the US as well. Yep. Figo was part of that. Yeah. Hey, but uh, you know, coming back to, to Earth and to this match and to this team. Look. The stage is set for Jimmy to win this gold cup convincingly and comfortably and to him get the reins, get the keys of this Lambo and just take it for the next three years, man. I don't see why you would try to bring in someone at this point. There's no point. It's just let him, let him cook, man. Let Jimmy cook. You're not wrong about it. uh, I miss just the problem is the people in charge, man, when it comes to that. If Jimmy doesn't come off of somebody who's marketable and can help make the money as well, I don't know though. Because like, Tata <clears throat> marketable was is Coca marketable? I agree. Like the Federativos, like yes, they have a lot of influence and not in the best ways. But I don't think on his and I think the marketing comes out more to the players. You know, unless you have a guy like Guardiola, Mourinho, and Chelotti, like a big fish like that, most coaches aren't really marketable either. And, like, so what are you supposed to do alternatively? Like, you you bring in somebody like uh, Ambriz or Almada or a coach that is, like, I guess more, more appropriate for this squad, and then, and then what happens? It's a completely different vibe. The players aren't bought in. And then we go through this. It's more of a risk to replace Jimmy than it is to, like, just keep him. That's the way I see it. If if they, you know, continue to play well and win the, win the Gold Cup, like, why would you change it at that point? Why, why, why fix something that's not broken? You're, you're not wrong. I think you just, you just never know what these guys in charge, man. Yeah. Look, at, look, look, look at the way it's always been. Like, when they fired Chapo, who'd they go with? Uh, uh, Tana, right? 
He, I think he was yeah, right. He was interim. Uh, but still. And Buse, they were both interim. And then Buse could have done what Piojo did. Yeah. Uh, you know, hell, uh, Chepo could have done what Piojo Although, actually, Chepo lost the locker room. But but any of those guys could have done what, what uh, Piojo did, right? But but these guys wanted their guy in there. And that, that's what it comes down to. It, 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 it's not that. I, I, I think, I think you know, more and more, I, I'm rooting for Jimmy, right? I want him to do well. I want him to, uh, to show uh, that, that, that he has abilities, right? Yeah. I have a sound clip from the game. It's probably the highlight of the moment of the game. Let's see if I can get the, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, it's right here. That was the hardest Damn, thing to dude, watch, bro. <laughs> I know she kept she kept turning back. Yeah. And they were just looking at her like, yeah, we're not. You're on you're on your own. That was crap. Yeah, that was. Don't, the, don't uh, ever do that. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised somebody screen recorded that shit, man. Yeah, but with that Jimmy thing, man, the problem is that the system's broken. It's like with a previous coach that was there, you know, uh, someone put him in, and then they said this guy's not working. Now I'm gonna put someone in, and if this guy doesn't work, then another group, Pachuca, they'll probably try to put their guy in. And like you were saying, Aime, they need to do like Germany did with uh, Joaquin Lowe. Yeah, man. You know, he was there for what, like 10, 15 years? But from day one, they said, this guy's going to be here for at least the next two World Cup cycles. But it's because it's also separated. Like if you look in Spain, the league is always beefing with the federation. So, like two complete separate things where they're each looking out for their best interests. And over here... It's the total opposite. The league and the federation are basically the same people. Yeah. There's like, that division is not there. That's why you'll never have a coach last two World Cup cycles. Because one group's in power, and once that coach starts doing bad, then they start doing their political calls, back my guy up, back my guy up, and then I'll take care of you with some transfers. The system's just broken. They completely need to divide the federation and the league, but they never will. I agree. Uh, real quick, guys. I'll, I'm just going to get my thoughts. I'm going to hop off. I got to get my uh, my sleep. I'm getting old. Uh, it's been entertaining tonight. I hear some uh, interesting calls. We got some Xanax conspiracy theories, and it sounds like uh, uh, some interesting fans that went to the game there. But uh, I'm not sure who made that last comment right now. But to be honest, I, I agree. I think this is just kind of another nothing's changed. There's no change in the barometer of, of Mexico being better in the long run for this. This is, uh, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I do think that they're moving in the right direction with this higher. I don't know if it's temporary higher, but I would like to see an actual Mexican coach the team. Right. However, Mexico is a slave to its, it's like, a, it's a, it's a brand, the national team. It's a capitalist brand, right? You play your games in Houston, L.A., all these cities in the U.S. because you sell out and you sell tickets. That's your source of income. They're not, they don't care about winning the World Cup. There's no urgency. 
if there was an actual urgency to get better, to do something, it'd be there'd be a full commitment to a coach to give them a full commitment to un proceso formal, right? Like all the way from the ground up, from the youth level, revamping Liga MX. But those are two separate entities. They don't give a shit. They're just interested in making money. As long as they can market their players to pochos, people don't, you know, in the U.S., you can sell them a hot Cheeto bag with a Mexico player on it. People are going to the game and watching the game. That's the bottom line. Until people maybe don't support the team or don't watch the game, then maybe. But that's not foreseeable. I don't know what I, – I didn't watch the game today. I don't know what the attendance was, but I, I, I don't foresee that being a, a, um, a change. So with that, I hate to be negative. Like I said, uh, go enjoy life. Have a cannoli. Drink some cappuccino. <laughs> um just watch the game, enjoy the game, but I would say keep that in mind. Ain't shit gonna change. For sure, Tom. Thanks for hopping on. Um, yeah, but uh, the attendance was was pretty healthy today. Again, a lot of it had to do with the pre-sale uh, for this particular match. Very curious to see how attendance will continue in the Gold Cup for Mexico. Uh, they're gonna be playing in. I believe Glendale, Arizona, and then uh, Levi's uh, to finish the group stage. And, you know, they're playing against uh, IT and Qatar, right? So Honduras was probably their toughest match. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I can I can see this, this, this Lambo Jimmy going all the way to the final. Uh, I really don't see any, any other opposition out there that, that could give us an issue, at least, at least Jamaica, not yet. Jamaica, man. Jamaica will probably be our our our. Uh... I think that's the finals right there. Yeah. There's only two teams that have their A roster. Yeah, I mean, you saw what fucking uh, Leon Bailey did. Jesus Christ, man, that guy's a nightmare. Yeah, great player. No, but yeah, I was agreeing with Tom. I don't think anything's gonna change. I think it's gonna be the same thing, same thing, because. Like someone said, it's like one of the most profitable national teams in the world. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. I think many of us are fans and we'll get lost in the romantic idea that, you know, one day we can be World Cup champions. Well, with the Federation, it's like as long as we keep doing good enough and all the money keeps coming in, that's all that really matters. Like, you know, they probably even think it's probably like stupid or even outlandish to think of winning the World Cup the product of they see players in front of them and what they see in Europe and things like that. I think as long as the cow keeps milking, they're happy. <laughs> that's why they fire Coca, you know? And I think that's what the fans wanted. That's why you saw the yep. fans today. Like, the fans were on the team. They were doing an ole, yep. like, in the first 10 minutes. Completely and I think that's different all they wanted. Yeah, they won like a Mexican coach. They, they, they won an Argentino. They won a Mexicano. The team felt looser. The fans were, like, happy. And boom, like, that's all they wanted. You saw Santi. You know, Henry went out, casi nada, and Santi comes in, and the whole stadium's erupting over him. They just want a Mexican coach, and they want Santi starting. Yeah, again, it was pretty evident that the team just looked a lot different today. It It was a completely different vibe. Yeah, but like someone said, it's the same... Petros Frios, 
It's these same players, man. That's the thing about the players. You know, once somebody gets on, Jimmy gets on their bad side or whatever, they're going to start sucking again, get him fired, and then start being good once the new guy comes in. It reminds me a lot of Chivas, you know. It's like yeah. it's literally the same Chivas players for like the last three-something years and how crazy with one coach they suck ass in their last place and with the other coach they're like going towards the final. Yeah. Yeah, it does remind me a lot of, you know, Chivas. They got rid of, uh, of uh, was it Vucetic? And then they brought in um, uh, the Dick Chain, and he got the team going well. And everybody's like, oh, here we go, you know? And then it's just like, first sign of struggle. The team, the fans were like, all right, fuck this guy. You know, it's just like, we're too, we're just too quick, man. We're too quick. I think that's why you need to make a statement like this and be like, hey, look, Jimmy's our guy for the next two World Cups. And that's it. No questions asked. Like, we're not going to change our opinion. And when you do that, man, it's like the fans and everybody else will follow suit. And that's what needs to happen right now. I think they need to do that. But I don't think Jimmy's the right guy. I think it's Rafa. Then they get Rafa like two more years in Europe and then make him that Mexico's colony. Hmm. For sure. Well, uh, we're about an hour and some change in. Uh, let me check the YouTube comments real quick. Um, but yeah, as far as uh, today's match, 4-0 victory over Honduras. Two goals by Luis Romo. And uh, Mexico off to a, a much better start uh, from last week, for sure. Uh, as far as the States, they, again, they struggled today uh, or yesterday against Jamaica. They, they, had, they took them to the 88th minute to, to equalize the match. So we might not even see us in the final. Uh, we'll see how it goes for them. Uh, Partidos Completo says, Mexico, Mexico, Mexico. So he's all aboard. Uh, real quick, I don't know if you guys commented on this. But you, you guys seen that clip on the U.S. play game during their national anthem that basically no player was singing it? Like, I thought that was, like, hilarious because, you know, they're all such, like, oh, you know, we're stealing your players. We're stealing Sandejas from you. We're bringing this guy over from Europe, switching nationalities. And then that's what's going to cost you, like, in those big tournaments like the World Cup, that that pride for the nation is not there. That these guys can't even take, like, 20 minutes to memorize the national anthem. Um, I think it's a culture thing. I, you know, my parents were um, – we, we had a discussion during the match, and it was just like, hey, like – we never were we were never taught the national anthem like in school at least i wasn't we we did the pledge of they allegiance took they took that off too and in mexico they did that shit like they said like every monday and like i know in mexico like they do re like during school like everybody did it you know so it's like it's definitely a culture thing because here i don't know dude i i didn't know the national anthem when i was a kid like i i heard it a lot of times but i didn't know like the lyrics we were never taught that so I don't know. It's a little bit different. But yeah, I'll let you guys have your uh, your closing thoughts. We can call it a night tonight. Um, I yeah, think. Let me go first because I might have to. I might not make it all the way. Okay, go ahead. Um, I was just going off in the comment about federativos that they don't care about winning the World Cup. Um, I know it seems that way, 
you know, because the way a lot of decisions are made. But I, but I do feel that they've done a lot uh, to get to that point. And, and it's like, how we said earlier, what affects the national team is that it's tied to the league. And so that's, that's always been a thing where you've had, like the FMF's been divided. So it used to be Televisa and then it became Televisa versus Azteca, then they buried the hatchet. But now you have other groups that have come in. <clears throat> and so, I mean, everyone's vying for power. And I, I do feel that that's, that's, you know, that's hindered Mexico a bit. Um, but if you see the, like, the progress that the team has made, um, I would say going back to like 86, and, and that they've been able to stay consistent for so long, I mean, that, to me, that's not easy to do. And, and then at the youth level to, to become, a, you know, one of the stronger teams, because a youth level, pretty much across the board, you know, makes, makes us one of the favorites now, you know? Um, them winning it, like, it will be no surprise. Um, and that's also like testament to how they've been working to improve. And the other thing is three World Cups, dude. Three World Cups, like in our lifetime. And a lot of us, or that they're not that far off from each other. 7086 and now 2020, um, which one is it? 24. So I mean, wait, 20, 26. <laughs> 26, and I'm like yums now. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's, dude, come on. They, they've been working, uh, doing a lot of this stuff. I, I think what's missing, obviously, is just being able to produce more players. Um, and and I think it, that's been lacking for a long time. That's where I was trying to get at before uh, Mr. Yums came in with his talk. <laughs> when I was saying that, like, if you look at the history of Mexican football, where the league became professional, wasn't until the 60s. And even then, at that point, it wasn't as popular as the sport, you know, wasn't as popular as it is now. Um, in Mexico, you still had other sports, baseball, and you have um, boxing and wrestling. Wrestling was huge in Mex. Um, they were doing Avenger Endgame movies way before Avengers, man, with, with all the wrestlers. Um, anyways, so, I mean, it's not... It's not that long, dude. It's not that long since since Mex has been, you know, trying to etch themselves into, into one of these top teams. And I think that from when they got started up until like the 70s, they sort of missed that whole grassroots that you see with with other countries where like you see in England and, and some of these countries in Italy and Argentina where small towns have teams and, and how, how close the community are to those small teams and, uh, you know, how tight they are to them. And you just didn't get that in Max because once it became professional and then it was like, it was like televised and then it just went like a whole other way compared to like these countries. And so then we started seeing from early on teams were, I mean, people from other states weren't like supporting their local club. They were supporting one of the bigger teams. And that's kind of like, you know, you miss out in having a more more of a presence. You know, you, you just 
don't see it, even up until recently, like it wasn't that long ago that Liga MX started expanding and putting teams in other markets, going all the way to Cancun and and whatnot. Yeah, Tijuana. I don't think that's a valid argument. I mean, Croatia's league has been around since like 1992. Yeah, but Croatia's a different country. And that, that's the thing we always talk about. You can't be comparing the countries. So with Max, you're talking about, you know, it's it's they try to spread it out, spread out like the whole sport. Croatia, you could probably cross the country in three hours. You know, and they probably that's probably like the main sport that everyone plays. And then it's like small enough where the government probably built fields all over the place. That's you know, Max never really did that. Uh, they didn't really build like fields for where kids can just go and play for free. Like when I went, I used to go to Max a lot. You had to pay like to go into the um, like the food rapido, and you had to pay to go and use it for like I guess depends how much you paid. We were just going in the neighborhood of Juarez when I'd go visit and. Yeah, you know, what happened? On the, on the rocks, man. Oh, you played on the rocks. Yeah, we didn't care. It was a all the all the neighborhood kids would bust out the soccer ball and you know, it was all, <laughs> and it's just all play. desert over there, and you just play on on the desert landscape, man. Yeah, and and then and think about it. Like for all the schools, like even Mex didn't have that. Where at least the schools will have teams, and then those teams would be like, you know, like if you played high school and then college, you know, you could get scattered, but that just doesn't even exist over there. For sure. Uh, who else got some closing thoughts for tonight? Well, what I got for you, uh, Jaime, is uh, I, I think because I'm, I'm I'm so tired of the coaching carousel, and I know I have a favorite guy that I'd prefer coaching the national team, uh, and that should have started that I thought should have started earlier. I'm tired of the coaching carousel, so I I want Jimmy to do well, and and hopefully they let him stay on board and 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 give him a shot. Let's let him see what he can do, and hopefully it turns out well, and they let they extend him and let him coach into the next cycle and. Yeah. See if we finally get that long-term uh, project that I think a lot of people have been looking for to see if 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 that is an effective way for for you know our our national team to to progress, right? Uh, so no, I'm just wishing the guy well, and hopefully that something like that turns out. Enough with the coaching carousel. Yeah, for sure. A lot of fans and a lot of press are saying, "Hey, look, man, we're just." We just want some continuity. We need some assurance. Let him cook. Al Pastor, what you got for me? Thanks for hopping on tonight. No, thank you, guys. Uh, honestly, I'm so glad there's a Mexican on the bench. Uh, you know, like Natron Breeze, uh, he had a video where you talking about like his national team career changed for the better when one of his coaches reminded him that they are responsible like for the joys and the sadness of the people, the highs and the lows. And once they started realizing that, that, you know, that result mattered to the fans in ways that didn't even matter to the players from an emotional perspective, they started taking it more serious. And that's where they became like one with the Jersey. And that's something that a foreign coach can give you, man. A foreign coach is there, you know, like 
to teach you things that, you know, different ways of doing things, different methods. Yeah. But when it comes down to that nitty gritty game, you know, like you're losing to the U.S. 1-0 in the halftime. You don't, you don't talk tactics. You don't talk. You talk about some pride. You talk about that emotional shit. Something that somebody that feels that loss and also can enjoy those wins in the way a foreign coach can't. So whether it's Jimmy, whether it's um, Breeze, whether Rafa Marquez, they just need to put a Mexican on there and just give him a legit chance for like four to eight years. Easily, like minimum, not two, not three. Give him at least four. And hopefully it's Mexican. And the numbers show it. Every person that's won a World Cup, every person that's been successful has been a coach of their country. So stop exploring. Stop trying to, you know, Reinvent the wheel. Fake, yeah, reinvent the wheel. If history has shown you that the coach has to be from the country he's coaching, then stick to it. And if you don't have enough options, then that means you're not doing enough to create enough coaches. So start finding a way to promote more Mexican coaches and send them abroad. You know, like the guy from Atlas, he was like winning. He won like five leagues in Malaysia or something. It might sound stupid. Like, you know, what's Malaysia? Who cares about that league? But at least, like, create the coaches and send them abroad. And maybe one of them will do well and you can bring them back. So they got to focus on that, too. But I'm just glad there's a Mexican on the bench. And singing the national anthem. And singing the national anthem. You don't. You haven't seen that in a long time. Who's our last Mexican coach? Was it Piojo? Yeah. How long was that? How long was that? That was a long time ago. So, it was. yeah. It's been a while. It's nice to have... Uh, one of our own coaching the national team, uh, a young coach who, again, I understand doesn't have the traditional pedigree to be given a spot like this, an opportunity like this. But look, he's taking it. He's running with it. The the team's gelling. The chemistry's there. The team's playing better. Just fucking ride it. Ride it for the next 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 30 days. See how they see if they win uh, some some silverware in the gold cup. And then, you know, from there, I would say uh, let him finish their year. Uh, they have some friendlies scheduled in Europe. So, you know, we'll see how those go. Jaime, Jaime, question for you. Yep. If Jimmy fails to win the Gold Cup. He's out. Would you? No, I'm, I'm saying, would, would you want him to stay? No, he's out, dog. You have to win the Gold but, Cup. But you're saying to let him, let him cook and let, let him, him cook. Become that good coach and give him that process, and and you're chopping his nuts off. Yeah, it is a controversial <laughs> take, but it's like he has, he, he has to win the gold cup, man. Like, yeah, this is the trait you're looking at too. Well, like, there you if go, Canada, man. if Canada and the U.S. had their A roster, yeah, it's a different cup, story. And yeah, and it's his first tournament. You know, he just arrived four days ago and he loses. You can actually look to the side, but Mexico has their A roster. Jamaica has their A roster. And Should happen sometimes. Oh, Joel, I'm dominate and so just like, miss. I, I'm not even lose. thinking about but, failure, dude. The way the team's playing, dude, I'm and the the opposition and and, and looking at the schedule. Uh, how will this team lose, man? I don't see that happening. Is he on here? Like these Red are his games. This week Honduras, that's his tune up game. Qatar's gonna be his tune up game. Haiti's going to be his tune-up game. Yeah, so dude. can't even use the excuse, oh, I, I got there four days before. I don't think Haiti's going to be a tune-up game. No, it's not. They barely beat them 1-0. You guys keep forgetting. No, they barely beat them 1-0. You guys keep forgetting how these guys are. But you're still going to get out the group. Yeah, they're tough. 
You're not gonna get out of the you're not being eliminated from the group stage. You have three games to get your plan rolling and you you know you're gonna make it out of the group stage. There's no reason for you not to be in semis or the final. With the A roster he has. He is an A roster. From what I've seen, right, from, from, from all the clips that Mi Selección has been uploading to YouTube, that speech he had, it is a very clear that they were all reprimanded pretty bad. They got rid of Coca, right? <laughs> but I know yeah. that a lot of this also fell on the players, and they were they were given, like, you know, a, a fair warning. And I, and I think with Jimmy coming in and, and some of the players already liking him and, you know, gelling – like this team's locked in, bro. From from literally minute one, they were already up one zero. So this this Mexico team's gonna go to the final and they're gonna win. Like that's not that's that's gonna happen. I'm I'm letting you know that right now, dude. Like especially after seeing like all the opposition that's out there, dude. Fucking trash, bro. This is a tournament that that Mexico will take home and uh, let them cook. I want to remind everybody that it's been 12 years since Mexico beat USA in the Gold Cup final at the Rose Bowl, down 2-0, and came back and scored four. And Gio scoring one of the best goals I've seen, honestly. That, yes. that shit was amazing. I, Joel, you were there. I was at the game. Yes, sir. I was yeah. I was actually covering I was covering the the um I forgot for who, but they don't let you like yell and stuff with the press box. And when it's 2-0, it was dead silent, dude. You could hear a pin drop. And there was a few uh, U.S. journals that were giddy, but they were being respectful. It was pretty quiet. And who is it? Barrera, I think, scores. If, yeah. You know, to make the it 2-1. One. One. No, no, to make it 2-1. Oh, yeah, it would be the third goal. And then they're all yelling, and they're like, you see the staff that work there, like calming people down to calm down. And but the second half, dude, after every goal, dude, that place just kept getting crazy. It was like you were sitting with the fans. Uh, but at the like, press Gio's box. Goals, yeah, dude, it got wow. crazy. And then Gio's goal, dude, forget it, dude. People oh, were jumping up and down. Oh shit. And dude, at that point, the staff were like, "All right, fuck it, dude." This guy, yeah, I, I meant to ask you, right? Because uh, I did go to the press box, uh, the last the last game over here at Levi's against Colombia, and you know Mexico, very similar situation. They actually scored like what two goals in the first half, and like people like yell, bro, and then the, <laughs> yeah, you're the, not to. the staff was like, hey, 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 shh, you know, like you're not supposed to do well, that. Yeah, depending depending the stadium. Uh huh. Some some at the press box. Right on the side, you could see like the radio, like for radio or TV for oh, the broadcast. Is it the because boots. of that, or is it just because like yeah, you're that's not supposed part to, of it. it? I thought it was no, just like you're I, supposed to stay professional and not and be bi well, you are, neutral, right? Well, you are, but that's part of it too. Because oh. then I don't know how much of the sound barrier it is. It, yeah. Again, depending on the stadium, you know, some of them are, you know, the bigger the stadium, it's yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, part of professional because some people are, are are working. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're writing notes and doing not you know. They're doing their stories already. For sure. Well, I'll put a nightcap on this. Uh, Ricardo did mention something in the chat. Very big in the very beginning, he said that big news is that Quinones is going to America. 
We'll see if that comes through. Uh, Chivas already loaned out some of their best prospects with Campanillo and uh, fucking Perez Bouquet. Really sad about that. They're going to get loaned <laughs> out to uh, Juarez. Um, so we'll definitely try to record uh, later this week with, with you know, whatever happens in Liga Meki, some, some transfers, some rumors, then obviously uh, the preview for the game against IT, which I believe will be on Thursday. So, you know. If you're a regular here, you know what to do. Follow us on the on the Twitter handle. Follow us on YouTube. Um, and, yeah, thank you all for hopping on tonight on this Sunday night. All aboard the Lamborghini. And, uh, yeah, be safe out there. Have a great week.